Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Welcome to All Things Internet. I am your host, Rachel Ballinger. This is a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, but we don't fact check or research most things. I am here with my mom for only this and then one more other time. Say hi, mom. Hi, Rachel. I, you'll be a guest coming up on other podcasts. We're not going to get rid of you. Okay, good. You're just, you're going to be real busy this year. You got, you got nine grandkids. I know. You're busy. And it's hard because I want to spend time with each single one. That There's not enough hours in the day, genuinely. And then I got four kids I want to spend time with. And then you got the, just a, a husband. And my dog. And, and a my dog. Fish. You, you have my, fish? And my squirrels. Wait, you have fish? In the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Under the TV. Oh. You also have chickens. I do have chickens. You do have chickens. All right. Um, how are you doing, mom? Good. Are you ready for Christmas? No, I still don't have a present for you because oh, you won't tell yes me you what do. you do. It's mom. in your arms. <laughs> you want full, to be in my arms. Full body hug. I need to buy something, wrap it and put it in the house. Or I could build you something. Do you want me to build you something? A patio. Okay. I can't. Roof. I want to deliver it. It's got to fit in the oh. truck. Oh, okay. Let's see here. This hmm. is brainstorming time. I don't know. Stop, Mom! I'd rather you use all those muscles and hug me. Okay. You know, Dad sent me a list this year, and it was my favorite thing ever, and he got everything on the list. <laughs> That's hilarious. This, if you ask, you shall receive, Mother. All right. Let's, a hug. That's okay. what I asked for. Right. I better receive it. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, let's let's hear the holidays that are okay. the next two weeks, Mom. Today uh, is National Rachel. Yes, nice one. Thank you. Today is the National Guards' birthday. If you're in guards? the National Guards, the National oh the guards. National. I thought you were saying it's National Guards' birthday. Oh, that makes sense. But no, it's sure. it's the birthday the of guards. the National Guards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow's monkey day. I love monkeys. You're my monkey. I know. You climbed on everything. <laughs> you could escape anything. I did. I was an escape artist growing up. No car seat could hold you. No, no. high chair. No, no crib. No. You can't control this. You can't confine this. No. <laughs> December 15th is National Cupped Cake Day. Cupped? Did you say I, cupped I, cake? I'm tired. <laughs> Cupcake day. I just ran up and down the stairs. I'm also hot. I told you to breathe. Oh, you froze. Oh, oh no. You, oh, no. You're frozen, Hello, Rachel. too. I can still hear you. Oh, no. Let's take a pause. You froze like that. Oh, are, am I there? You're frozen. Let's I say you froze. Let's take a little pause. Uh-oh. I'll Hold on. Wait, oh, recording. Hi. My internet connection is unstable. 
Well, your internet connection and my mind have something in common. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. goodness. We're good now. We're good. Uh, You're we, there. We, I'm here. We, we did cupcake day and you <laughs> laughed. Oh, I know. Cupcake. Cupped cake. <laughs> you cupped the cake. You, you cupped the cake. Cupped the cake. Okay, go. <gasps> December 16th. Chocolate covered anything day. That's your favorite holiday. Dark chocolate covered anything. I know. Yeah. I think everyone who has listened to this podcast know you hate milk chocolate <laughs> and you love dark chocolate. Yeah. December. I'm, just, I'm in charge of stuffing the stockings this year. You're just going to get a bunch of milk chocolate. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. December 17th, National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. Good day. Good day. December 18th, Rachel. Answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> that is the most annoying thing in the entire world. Oh, my. Is it? I know. I love that. I love that movie. Oh. I just think about, is. like, if an adult did that, it'd be funny. But if a, I bet, like, kids just will constantly be doing that to you all day if they knew that Flynn was the Flynn asked me my favorite color all the time. He used to. Oh, he does. His is green blue well now it's green it was and red no it was always green oh, i was always green okay yeah trash, that's right trash trucks are green so it was always green and now it's green and red well you can have multiple favorite colors that's of fine. course of course all right all right december 19th national hard candy day do you like a hard candy rachel i do i i enjoy those butterscotch ones <gasps> i was just gonna say that and i'm like she's not gonna know what that is because that's old school no, yeah, I know because your mom, Miss Ruby, always had them at her house. Yeah, and those she had the Wentworth ones. Yeah, the... those were oh, those what I want. I don't get I... why people are so against hard candy. Hard candy's delicious because children choke on it. Okay, I saved a girl's life once. She was choking on a hard candy. Okay, mom, why didn't Just... you tell me you were a hero of days? <laughs> <laughs> this is grand and glorious. Someone else would have done it too, but I was there. Yeah, and but like, you did Ooh. it. So, okay. Okay. December 21st. Oh, God, <laughs> Mom. You're making it hard for me not to just poke fun at it at all. That's okay. Go ahead and poke. <laughs> December 21st <laughs> is my niece's birthday. Stephanie. Stephanie. December 22nd, National Date Nut Bread. I don't think I've ever had date nut bread. I got excited because I thought that said banana nut bread. But then when I wrote it, I still thought banana, but I wrote <laughs> date and I'm reading it. I'm going, date. why would I put date nut? Because it is date nut bread. Because dates, dates are actually delicious. They're I've super never tried one. Dates are really sweet. Are they like prunes? Yeah, they're prune looking, but they, I think they have a, a seed in the middle of them. But like mm -hmm. a date shake. Well, they, so I do know prunes. Prunes, it's not but a you, prune. You buy them without the nut. Yeah, the so, seed. yeah. But the dates are like, they're all shriveled up and they look disgusting. Mm -hmm. But if you get them pitted, they're super, super sweet and like sticky. You know, on December 22nd, I'm going to eat a date. Not a date nut bread? If I like it, I'll make date, date nut bread. <laughs> Maybe you should just stick to banana nut bread. Nicky <laughs> <laughs> <Mickey> day. <laughs> Okay, now this one we have to talk about. <laughs> what? 
December 23rd is National Regifting Day. Wait, the 23rd is? Yeah. How do you feel about regifting? Probably because people have parties and stuff and they're like, oh, see, I don't mind regifting if it's something you really think the other person could use. And but if it's just to get it out of your house because you didn't want it, I don't think that's nice. So unless it's white elephant, then go for it. A white elephant. There are no rules. None. So here's what I think. If someone spent a lot of time and effort getting you a gift and they're like, I got this exact shirt for you because when I yes. saw it, this, this and this. And then the next day you go and give it to someone else. Oh. That's rude. Okay, but what if they have no shirt? You give it to them. Okay, mom, we're not. Relax. I'm just saying <laughs> re-gifting. I like, you're like, well, okay. I have to go to a party tomorrow. Oh, I got this ugly shirt I don't want. I'm going to give it to someone else. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was saying. saying. Yes, but there's a thing where it's like, oh, this, like last year, Colleen got me this really cool camera. And this year I bought myself a different, this is, this did not happen. I'm giving an example. So like last year, Colleen got me a really cool camera, but because mm -hmm. technology keeps advancing so quickly last month i bought myself a new camera so i have this old camera colleen got me last year for christmas that's great but i don't use it anymore and then someone else like joy comes along it's like i really wish i had a camera then it's okay for me to gift her that old camera right because i've used it i appreciated it and now i just don't use it anymore and someone else could use it more than me right so it's that's nice and that's fine yeah and that's what should be done exactly for some and, people not everyone I, has to and with that. like kids like my kid played with this toy for a month i know they no longer are interested i'm going to gift it to a different kid who's going to appreciate it more exactly that's fine but yeah. like if someone gives you something heartfelt one day and then literally the next you turn around and give it to someone else because you're you don't have a gift. no that's not no. allowed no all right december 24th is christmas eve what since when ever always <laughs> ever <laughs> since the day jesus was born no, since well, the day before Jesus was born. But he wasn't born in December, so. Hmm. No, it was. I, none December of it. 25th would be. New Year's Chris, Eve. Christmas Day. It's Christmas, Christmas. It's Christmas, Christmas. It's Christmas, Christmas. And it's time to celebrate. Christmas. Nailed it. December 26th. The, it's the Boxing Day. Yes, it's also the first day of Kwanzaa. <gasps> Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. What's Boxing Day? Because I know it's a thing and I always Isn't see it Isn't it my... Christmas in other countries? Do they do it the next day? No, Christmas is Christmas. No. Well, maybe they give gifts on Boxing Day. It's Why would you give gifts the day after Christmas? You know what? I'm going to find out. Oh, Just, we are fact-checking and we're researching gonna fact here. Check something really quickly. Okay. All the way to the end of December. Oh, here we go. Boxing Day. Boom. What is it? Celebrated on the day following Christmas, Boxing Day is a holiday that is celebrated in the UK and in areas that were previously British colonies at some point in their history. It is celebrated in Greenland, Uganda, Australia, Fiji, Hong Kong, Denmark, Belize, and approximately 20 other countries. Today is one of the busiest shopping days of the year, not only in the United Kingdom, but also in Canada and many states of Australia. What is it? Great. We know who yeah. celebrates it. Well, oh, what history. is it? Oh, here's the history. How <laughs> am I going to read all this part? Thank you. Many scholars agree it's most likely referred to as the 17th century practice of boxing which means a gift or gratuity placed into a box and given to someone the day after Christmas. 
Okay, can someone from the UK tell us what in the world Boxing Day is? I think yeah, I asked. Let this us before. know. We're very ignorant on that one. Well, it's Please just tell us. We, we don't we don't learn about it in our country because it wasn't one of those places listed on the list there. Right. We are not in the UK. But okay. Well, one day we'll find out. One day. Um, and then I believe. Wait, let me look at my calendar real quick. That's the. That's, that's the twenty sixth. That's the last podcast day. No, the twenty seventh. Oh, 27th. Sorry. The twenty seventh was our last podcast between you and me, and then. Uh, the All Things Internet will start up again January 10th for season three, but my friend Emily will be the, well, she's going to be the host and I'm going to be the co-host. I'm just, I'm just showing up and she's going to tell you all the drama of the year. You're me. I'm you. I just ah! show up. You're going to uh, love it. She is a giant internet fangirl and I am an internet creator. So the two of us are going to talk about the news. Uh, Emily was on the first episode of Rachel Uncensored. She's hilarious. She's very fact checky. She likes to know all the actual facts and science and everything around everything. So, and she just loves all of the things that have to do with the internet. So I, she's hopefully a really good fit for this. And I hope you guys like her, but mom, this is, we only have one more after this one. One more. One, one day more. more. All right. Before we get onto the news that Emily sent me uh, this week. So Emily's already doing our podcast. Emily's already us. doing it. I'm just, I'm just. Thank but, you, Emily. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, before we check to see what she sent me, let's check to see if we have any sponsors for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet. And if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. All right, Mama. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have Emily doing all the news, and then uh, Brother Bear is editing. I just show up, look pretty. It's going to be great. See? You're me. I, I love it. I love that confidence you got there. All right, the first thing in the news is the McBoom, no, McBroom, whoops. The McBroom, Austin McBroom, the Ace family. You, we've talked about them maybe like twice on this podcast. So Ace family is his vlogging family, and they are the ones that did the giant parade uh, without the permit. They did the parade without the oh, permit. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so recently it's been announced that their house is being foreclosed on. They have this giant mansion that is worth $15 million and it's getting foreclosed on. And they are saying it has nothing to do with the fact that they're getting sued. And it's just that apparently there was an issue with the house itself. There was these, the house is being built by this contractor and they purchased the house before it was completely built. And then they never got, what is it called? A certificate of occupancy. They never received that. They never went out and got a, a certificate of occupancy, which you have to get when a house is built for the first time ever. Once, like it has to pass inspections to get this certificate. Be like, okay, this house is built brand new. Now I can live in it. If you move into a house, or you buy a house that's already been lived in, you don't have to get this. You just have to buy the house. But since it's a new build, they had to get this. They never got that. And they're saying there was a bunch of stuff wrong with the house, that the contractor cut corners, people lied to them, all of this stuff was happening. And so they spent all of this money uh, like fixing the house that no one would give them a loan. And 
they got an 18 month loan instead of a 30 year loan and they couldn't pay it and they didn't want to pay it because the house wasn't right and they were saying like the electric like the only like the gas wasn't hooked up the water wasn't hooked up they're blaming the contractor for everything but if they took out a loan they took it out themselves the contractor yes. didn't take out that loan yes and see the they thing could, is would you the buy contractor. A, when you buy a house it isn't just like hi random person here's all this money right great you have realtors, you have mm-hmm. lawyers, you have escrow inspectors. agents, you have inspectors, you have, there are a long line of people to make mm-hmm. sure everything's okay. And with a new build, you have, it's, you usually have a one to three year contract with the contractor who built the house that if anything goes wrong, they have to fix it for free. Mm-hmm. Our family has experience with someone owning a brand new home in our family. So this is, there's a, there's so much and also there was apparently this huge drama um a little while back where they were riding their jet ski in the pool and the pool overflowed and went down the hill and killed this uh, i think <gasps> he's a grape no not a human oh <laughs> crops it killed crops uh, and the person that lived under it was like you're killing all my crops you killed Aww. all my crops with your chlorine and they were like well it's the contractor's fault if you have a pool built right you can do whatever you want in it no you can't you ride how, a jet ski in your You can't pool. ride a jet ski in a pool. And so anyway, they're saying that then the people the lenders bought the house back for 10 million even though the house is worth 15 because they knew that the people were bankrupt. Like that's what happens. And so they're not taking any accountability for the fact that they just wanted to buy this house. They cut corners themselves. They didn't want to do anything and they're trying to blame everyone but themselves. Mm. There are so many people in line to make sure that let you know what's going on. Like you can make your own decisions at the end of the day, but people are going to be telling you what's wrong along the way. Right. Uh, so they're just taking no accountability and they're just saying, blah, blah, blah. This is kind of their, their what's what happens. And then uh, Daniel Preda, who was Joe, mm-hmm. who used to be dating Joey Grisfessa, went through buying a new home with Joey. They bought a new build and they had a terrible year because they were supposed to move in within a month and ended up taking them moving in like for till a year. And Daniel tweeted like, I've gone through the process of buying a new build. There is no way that you guys didn't know anything about this. He's like, you also can't just stop paying your mortgage because no. you don't want to. Like, that's not how the world works. And he's like, he even said, he's like, you have an entire team, contractors, lawyers, managers, real estate agents who go through everything with you. So people are just poking, like, they're like, you're just being, you're just not taking accountability for anything. And apparently they just moved into a new home that is fully furnished. Uh-oh. And it, nothing just, it all just seems weird. And also, this is why I don't like sharing so much with the internet sometimes, where I'm like, you could have just said, we're moving. Like, you didn't yeah. have to, like, go through this whole <laughs> thing. Like, also, right. stop, people need to stop buying, living beyond their means. Like, don't right. buy a $15 million home that needs help work if you can't afford a $15 million home that needs work. Just get a $4 million home. That's plenty. That's But a brand new home shouldn't need any work. But they bought it before it was done being built. Oh. So, still. that right? Like, and they probably moved in before it was livable because they didn't get the occupancy certification. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes, but the whole thing just seemed off and there was no need to like, there are clearly lies in what they said and there was no need to do that. 
And they were also saying stuff like they didn't build a retaining wall or something, but in a vlog they had shown the retaining wall. So it was like... <laughs> Maybe they ran their jet ski through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all that. I don't... I've never really watched them, but I just... I've always heard just drama about them. Mm. So there's that. All right. Travis Scott, the funeral drama. He did an interview. He was the Astroworld guy. Mm-hmm. For those... Okay. Just making sure you remembered. I remember. So he had announced that he was going to pay for the funerals of the people that died. And six out of the 10 families rejected that. They were like, no, no. no." We're like, a lot of them were like, we're going to sue you. We don't care. The funeral costs are the last thing in our mind right now. Because of your negligence, our child has died. Or like, you know, my husband or someone, you know. So a lot of them are saying it was just to get the, he doesn't actually care. It was just to get the public off his back. It was a publicity stunt to say that to pay for the funeral. So like, no, you don't actually care. We're not just taking that from you and letting this slide. So which sucks uh, for that sucks for the family, not for yeah. Travis. Scott. I don't care about him. And he did an interview against his legal team's advice. Oh, and because they were like, due to legal risks, do not do interviews. And he's like, no, I'm doing it. And he, he was asked who was responsible for the tragedy, like this whole thing. Who's responsible? And he says, you know, fans come to the show to have a good experience. I have a responsibility to figure out what happened. And I have a responsibility to figure out the solution. But he's not taking responsibility for what happened. And he said he didn't know what was going on until minutes before the press, press conference afterwards. And it just seemed like a lot of hoopla. He's not taking any accountability for it. And that's, I feel like that's the theme of this this whole all the news we're going to go through today just no mm-hmm. one wants to take accountability for their actions that's yeah but hulu hulu messed up the streaming Uh-oh. network they released a new special about astro world labeled astro world concert from hell and it immediately got pulled because everyone was like you just you're capitalizing off the victim's deaths yeah. right now it was so poor taste. This just happened. Like maybe in yeah. 10 years when the families have had a month to grieve, like you can't, no, yeah. it immediately got pulled. Hulu immediately pulled it off. They were like, wow. oh, whoops, that was wrong. Like, okay, no one on the board of Hulu that approves shows go, this is a great idea. Right now we're just in the part where journalists and podcasts yeah. talk about it. We're not in a place where people can make documentaries and profit heavily off of it. That's no. Okay. We did that down the line. Right yeah. now. Hey, stop licking your foot. Stop it. Do your dogs do this where they're licking something and you go, stop licking that. And then they just lick the air for 15 <laughs> no. seconds. They're like, I'm not licking it. I'm just licking. <laughs> Cinderella <pumps>. stops. <laughs> Mine stop and then look at me and lick. I'm like, <laughs> I say, go do your business outside. And she stops. I don't uh, want to go outside. No, so she it's, it's not fun. Anyway, so Hulu, that was poor taste. And Travis Scott, take accountability. And the McBrooms, take accountability. And then another person who will take no accountability, but I don't think he needs to. Alec Baldwin did an interview about the, 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 un, the, 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 the words. Wasn't the that against legal advice as well? Probably. Um, <laughs> it was the, the deadly shooting on the set of Rust. So he's claiming he never shot the gun and he didn't pull the trigger. Now, it's misfired or went off. Well, he was saying he cocked it and when that happened, it went off. 
Right, like he he like so I never thought he was res- like responsible for this in the beginning. I never thought it was his fault. It was supposed to be a prop gun with a blank in it and he was handed it by a prop master. He has no he had no responsibility. Like that in my mind, he was not at fault for what happened. It was a complete accident. Mm-hmm. And he said I would never point a gun at anyone and pull the trigger at them. Never. And he says, I feel that someone is responsible for what happened. And I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. I, 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 <laughs> I just don't think he needed to do this interview. Mm-mm. I just, like, he might have, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I'm just like, I don't think at, that, that, at this point, it just seems kind of weird to say that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It just seems strange to me that he would be like, I didn't even do it. <laughs> like, but no one, no, you weren't in any he trouble. Went, yeah, but he went through a huge, humans, humans, you go through a huge tragedy. I mean, that would be awful. I would not, I would, awful. I would be a different person. Yeah. I, there is nothing, I, this might and be. I'm sure he's struggling with it. Yes, and, and I'm sure he's trying, he's, he's going through his own stages and your mind does things. And if, I mean, if he personally needs to think this or if this is what happened, but I just don't think he needed to go out and no. do an interview about it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine what he's going through. No. I can't imagine what his family's going through because obviously they want someone to blame. And that's the thing is I think he wants someone to blame. So he's not mad at himself. It's a whole thing. It's, it's just a, a really terrible horrible. accident, like a very terrible, terrible accident. And I thought the, the interview wasn't necessary. Just, that's all. Oh. Uh, moving into different types of news. It's a lot of, I know, it's a lot of like just <laughs> weird things this week. RuPaul's Drag Show. Yes. You know this show. You've yes, watched some of this show. I it's have. a grand show. It's where a bunch of men do drag and compete for $100,000. Um, and it's, <laughs> Emily put here, a gaggle of 14 queens will vie for the $100,000 grand prize. Uh, there is going to be a cisgender male as a contestant, a heterosexual cisgender male. So it's a straight dude. There's going to be a straight guy on this show. Okay. And that's going to be the first time ever there's a heterosexual man on the show. So, Well, I didn't assume they were all gay. I love you. You're kind little sweetheart. <laughs> you uh, don't well, ass- I'm... Gonna, I'm- I honestly thought some of them just liked doing that and it's an acting kind of thing yes. too. And- so there's two arguments to this. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are saying drag was created to include all. There are women mm-hmm. who have done drag. There, it's, it is mainly run by gay men, mm-hmm. uh, but there have been women. There have been straight men. And it's supposed to be inclusion, no judgment. It's an act of just being this grand over-the-top thing. And so people are like, we should let whoever wants to do it, do it. If they are great at it, is if it's their art, they're their passion, yeah. they should be able to do it. And then there's the other side that is saying, this is, we have so little. The LGBTQ plus community has so little. And are we really going to let it be taken from us by a straight man? If a straight man wins this, this was a, this was a, like, this was for the gays. This then is up the- your game. Oh, if the straight man wins. Up your game. Whoa! I was not expecting. Whoa, Mo. 
author. I'm not dissing gay. I'm just saying whoever's more talented should win. Yeah. Whatever so, their sexual orientation is, yeah. that doesn't matter. I uh, there this was is a performance. This is yes. A- yes, and this is also the, a slight discussion of this is not with the straight man, but uh, there have been discussions of uh, who was it? it was one of the one of the the ladies on the show, I think afterwards or was in the middle of transitioning to a woman, and people were having issues with that, being like, "Well, they have implants and like breast implants, and they're." cheating they called it and you're not that's not you're doing drag mm-hmm. and so there's been a lot of this it is a weird thing where it's it's not defined as only gay men can do this gay men do drag it is mainly gay men and that's right. who we are used to seeing and what it is um i don't know i want to hear people's thoughts on this I you heard I did, mine. I did. I heard your. You said you <laughs> up have your game. up your game. Get some. I love the show. Um, I know there's definitely been issues with it in the past. I, I want to. I kind of want to see a a straight man do it and see what yeah. happens. Uh, yeah. but I understand people's fear of it being like taken and whatever. But things grow and evolve, and I want a world where everyone can do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get that hesitation of like trying to protect something that's only to this community you know like how a lot of people get mad that pride parades are filled with just like straight chicks who are there partying and I'm like I, it's inclusion I want everyone to be included mm-hmm. I, want, I want my mom to go to a pride parade with me like it's I don't know it's a weird thing where people want to protect what they know and is sacred to them but at the same time I feel like we need to I I don't know. If it was just all, if RuPaul turned into just straight men doing it, I, d- I think that'd be a little weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what it's, it is what it is. All right. Adele did an interview with Nikki Tutorials. So Adele, the singer, Nikki Tutorials from YouTube, great human. Um, she did, she sat down and they did makeup. Nikki Tutorials did makeup on Adele. And they talked about how she figured out who she was from age 30 to 32, which I have a theory. Women start discovering who they truly are between 27 and 30. In that three-year time frame, a woman, it's, it's, and men go through this in their 40s, I believe, which is t- titled the midlife crisis. But they're so far into their life already that they can't make the changes without it seeming like, I'm like, dude, you already have a family and kids. You can't do this. Like you, you're stuck in your responsibilities, but women, people don't notice it as much because we're still in the area where we could do a dramatic life change. And people are like, oh, they're just figuring it out. They're young. They got this. So I, that's what I truly believe. I've, every woman I've known has figured herself out in that time frame. Adele was 30 to 32. Good for her. Um, but 28 she, to 33. What? 28 to 33. Okay. It's that time frame. Late twenties, yeah. early thirties is when you're yeah. like, do I really want kids? Do I regret having them? <laughs> I never regretted having kids. No, you, you. What? How old were you when you had me? I think I was thirty. Wow. All right. So anyway, you would just figure it out. I say thirty. How old are you? You're thirty. I'm thirty. I'm sixty-two. So, so I thirty-two. Was 32. You were thirty. I think it was thirty. I think it was thirty-one, and then I turned thirty-two after you were born. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then she also mentioned that she doesn't have access to her Instagram. Her management team won't give her the password to it because they were worried if she got drunk or annoyed, <laughs> she would just do whatever. So I can't imagine. That's like Britney Spears kind of level. Yeah. What? That's, that's, I don't know. That's her Instagram. If she wants to ruin her life, she's allowed to. That is freedom right there. She also talked about in an interview with Zane Lowe from Apple Music that she, okay, this, so Emily mentioned this because that's funny. Adele was really big on not making music that, for TikTok because a lot of people make music like Doja Cat and people make music for it to go viral on TikTok, have a dance to it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because TikTok's huge right now and that's how you can get your song out there. And Adele was like, I am not making music for TikTokers. I'm making it for people my age that have gone through the things that I've gone through. I, my music is not for TikTok. And two days later, <laughs> one of her songs went viral on TikTok. <laughs> you knew that, that was coming. Yes, it was the, um, let me down, let me down gently, don't pretend, that one. So she was, <laughs> it started as a joke. Someone was like, why doesn't Adele have backup dancers? I'm like, because this is what it would look like. And then they put like backup dancers to Meg, Meg the Stallion in an Adele song and it looks really stupid. And now it's just becoming people doing that, the dance, Meg the, it's just a whole mess. It's hilarious. But I love that too. You can't control the internet. You can't, I do this all the time. Things I think no one's going to watch it goes viral. Things I think everyone's going to love, no views. You, you can, it is a beast unlike any other. So you can be like, I do not want my song to go viral on TikTok. And it, two days later, it's going to happen. You just, you can't control the internet. Um, all right, before we move on to more news, let's check to see if we have any more sponsors for today. Sponsor, sponsor. All right. Just a few more things. Uh, Jack, Jacqueline Hill, ha- do you remember when she launched makeup a few years ago, three years ago. It was this, it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. like fuzz in the lipstick. Yeah. Things were oh, melted, yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. So she just launched a jewelry line and promised this wasn't going to be anything like it. She had access to the control, like the, the product control. She has, she got a bunch of new customer service departments lined up in case anything did go wrong. She's like, this is not going to be a disaster. This is going to be good. It was a disaster. So the <laughs> did it turn finger screen or something? The necklaces were turning neck screen. Ah. The clasps were all broken, showing up broken. Uh, whatever. What did she say? Uh, it was arriving broken, missing broken clasps, necklace turning people's neck screen, broken change, chains. And the jewelry ranged from $30 to $160. So some of this stuff wasn't cheap. It wasn't like a $15 necklace, a $5 ring. Like it was expensive stuff. And so everyone immediately reached out to customer service being like my stuff broke because there is no customer service oh no one's responding to any emails oh. so i don't know if jacqueline hill just got just got cheated out of all of her money again like if she just she thought she was doing something great and she like you you don't know until it's tested you know like i've but you don't put it out there until it's well that's the thing i'm gonna give her a slight benefit of the doubt like when I work with, I've worked with multiple different merch companies mm-hmm. and Fanjoy, I've had a few issues on like launch stuff, but the products have always been pretty consistent and better quality, like the actual, like whatever is, but like I've done a million different merch companies and I've had to launch and then be like, well, I can't work with them again. 
because right. the products are live late. They didn't. The, just the quality of the shirt sucks. So sometimes it's that thing where they're like, okay, this is what it's going to be. And they show you and it looks really nice. Yeah. But you don't know until it actually happens. Mm-hmm. And there's only like, unless she went and looked at every single necklace and or pulled randomly to make sure all the class worked and yeah. maybe wore the jewelry for a month to see what happened to it. But she might have known and not cared, but she, there's a very good possibility that she could have just not known. And I don't know which one it is, but I'm just, someone's got to look out for her better or she's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Trisha got married and they also announced that they're going from vegan to vegetarianism. Apparently there's only been a few things leaked from the wedding. They, they didn't put anything up, but the two newlyweds saying this is what dreams are made of from the Lizzie McGuire during the reception. Um, they wore an all black sparkly dress and the aesthetic of the wedding was winter wonderland. Okay. All right. And cute little news. Do you, do you know on the internet, the few years back, this, this is like a kind of thing that goes every year. This called a Thanksgiving mix up where this, this, white this wonderful white grandma woman texted oh, yes. her grandson and ended up texting this like young black guy she's like are you coming over for dinner and he's like sure but i think you got the wrong number and she was like okay great come on over and yeah. so every year he comes to the thanksgiving right. well uh netflix is making a movie about it which i think is really <laughs> really cute. cute uh yeah. yeah uh okay we'll do one more piece of news we've got one more there is this viral a TikTok going around of this interviewer who went up to this uh, homeless man and he says, what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? And the homeless man said, what's up, baby? And then he goes, where do you want to? He said, uh, what are you going to do when you see Joe Byron in the Oval Office? And he says, I'm going to give him a big old kiss. So it was funny. Byron? I don't know. That's what Biden. was. But it says Joe Byron. Oh. And that's okay. what people, I don't, I don't, I haven't okay. seen the TikTok. Sorry. I'm reading what, what Emily wrote. Emily. I, we something. need a little clip in there. I could have. But anyway, <laughs> everyone loved this, this, this dude that he interviewed. Cause he was just this sweet, sweet yeah. dude. And, uh, the guy was making lots of money off this TikTok, And then people, and he was like, interviewed the guy again. And people uh, said, give that man some money. Exactly. That's what TikTok was like. Hey, you're probably profiting off of this. And this guy is the reason your TikToks are going viral. Not you like yeah. give him some money. So, uh, a TikTok, the TikToker Zoe, Zoe Annalise set up a GoFundMe for this dude. And, uh, um, in her video, she's asking for donations and it raised $35,000. Whoa. And so this TJ apparently is his name was able to find a place to stay with all the money raised. So that was a cute little feel good thing. Um, it wouldn't have happened if people weren't like, Hey, Hey, Hey. So I'm glad people were like, Hey, 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 that's all. (laughs) Okay. What do you want? Don't look at me like that. Hey, 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 something's not adding up here. Something's not right. Oh, okay. That's what it is. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else, mom? I got nothing. Christmas is here soon. We won't yeah. see you. Us two won't see you till uh, two days after Christmas. So I hope everyone One has day a- after Christmas. One day. Two days. Two days after Christmas. Yep. <laughs> two days. 
We never know if we do Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning. We oh, well, they're going to see us Monday, though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. And then, uh, hey. I know. And then, but you'll see me, Rachel Uncensored, next Monday. And then Who's your be guest? It. I haven't decided yet. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. I thought I could get the scoop on this podcast. Uh, it might be uh, my girlfriend's best friend, dad. Or it could be, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll find out. Okay. All right. All right. I love you, though. I love you. You want to take us out? Yeah, sure. We'll see you next time on All Things Internet. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season Two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you, and let's make Season 2 even more memorable together.